Welcome to the MoVu Digital Marketing Podcast. What is going on, everybody? It's Chris Leo with MoVu here for episode five of the MoVu Digital Marketing Podcast. I'm actually out of the office today. I'm on an offsite doing some speaking to a, a company, and we had a little bit of downtime, and I've been late getting these podcasts out. And like they say, you know, when you get lemons, make lemonade. So I'm going to take advantage of this downtime. I've commandeered this conference room. I'm going to do a little bit of speaking today about a topic that I see a lot, and, and this one's particular to the real estate industry. So if you're not in the real estate industry, I'm sorry. You know, We'll get back to more general digital marketing content in the next episode. However, there are some specific parallels here, um, specific to uh, the types of leads that people purchase. Um, and then also digital marketing campaigns and how you really, there's there's no one size fits all campaign for cold leads um, and warm leads and then, and then hot leads as you're moving them down your funnel. So even though this isn't general in the sense of digital marketing, and I'm talking more about a specific instance in the real estate industry, it's absolutely applicable to any industry that you're in where you might be buying leads. So, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something a little different today, and we're going to use this whiteboard back here. If you're listening to the audio podcast, don't worry. I'm going to give lots of explanation as to what's going on so you can listen and follow along no problem and completely understand everything. All right, let's get started. Okay, so what I want to talk about today is this idea that uh, online real estate leads aren't any good. There's this really weird thing. I talk to so many agents all the time about digital marketing. And one of the first things a real estate agent is going to tell me when I start uh, talking with them about it, and I, I can just set my watch because I've seen this over and over. They all have some flavor of, I tried it, the leads were bad, or the, the leads didn't come in like I wanted, and it sucked, so I stopped. And it, it was too expensive for what it was, and I just moved on to something else. The reality of the situation is online leads are actually, obviously, you know, referrals are the best leads that you could possibly get. But next to referrals, online leads, you know, dollar for dollar, they're actually the cheapest leads that you can generate. And done correctly, they're actually the most effective leads. And they're leads that you can actually nurture and turn into clients. Um, and then from there, of course, then you get the referrals and you keep building your business bigger and bigger. So there's two main reasons that... Um, that I think realtors have this misconception and I wanted to talk with you about it today. So the, the first one, what it is, is not all leads are equal. There's different types of leads. And unfortunately, um, in the real estate industry and, and also in other industries, say like, oh, I don't know, the solar industry, there's leads that are exclusively yours and there's leads that are pooled leads. And so let's, let's talk about real quick the two different types of leads before we break into how you can actually most effectively handle those leads. So check this out. So the first type of lead here, we're gonna make a box, make two boxes actually. And so you have pooled leads. And then you have uh, exclusive leads. So the pooled types of leads are the leads that agents are usually so frustrated with. And in real estate, the, the sources of these leads would be something like Zillow Trulia, maybe Tiger Leads. 
and the list goes on and on and on and on. There's all kinds of lead providers out there and, and all these guys are willing to charge a monthly fee and then you pay for the lead. The monthly fees can be very expensive on a per lead basis. Now with these leads, the reason most realtors don't like them is because of this, they're pooled leads. So what that means is a lead comes in, so we'll just call that L, and then that lead in the marketplace is given to multiple realtors. So what you get is now this becomes a game of speed. Your lead might go to four realtors. It might go to eight realtors. I've even heard it goes to as many as a dozen, depending upon the marketplace and the, and the lead provider. And so what happens is you have a race here. So first of all, you want to be the fastest to get a hold of these people. Secondly, you know, in, unless you're really on it and you've got some sort of great marketing automation system that's automatically connecting you on the phone with them, odds are another agent's already gotten to them. And they may not actually even be willing to sell their home because fun fact, all these sites, a lot of them, what they do is they do what's called gating content. So they gate some specific piece of content that a homeowner might really want to see and they force them to put their name and phone number and email address into the, uh, into the little lead form before they show them that piece of content. So what happens is you've got multiple people calling, talking to them about potentially selling their home, but they're not selling their home in the first place. So by the time that you get to them, they're pissed. They don't want to talk to any realtors. All they wanted was that piece of content that the website that they were on wouldn't show them in the first place unless they gave their info. So either they're not a candidate because they wanted the gated content. Somebody's already gotten a hold of them and they said, no, thanks. Somebody already called me or, um, you know, somebody is on the phone with them currently and you can't get a hold of them because they're trying to build rapport or maybe the last best effort is um, you got a hold of them before everybody else and you were able to build rapport with them and, and now they actually they, they actually are interested in wanting to sell their home and they're going to schedule an appointment with you so all these things going on makes these leads very ineffective so pooled leads are definitely not the type of leads that you want to uh, to go for when you're trying to take online leads and fill your funnel. Where you really want to go is you want to go with these exclusive leads. Now, the way exclusive leads work is exactly what it sounds like. These are leads that are generated strictly just for you. So there's a couple of ways that these leads are generated. So it could be that you're running your own Facebook campaigns and Instagram campaigns. It could be that you're using an agency such as ours and, and we're actually running campaigns for you. Or even there are a couple of uh, services out there that the ads aren't run in your account. They're, they're running these things blind on stealth pages, but they promise you exclusivity in a particular zip code. Take something, say, like uh, bold leads. So what you have here then is you have a much better base. You have people that we're, we're not gating content, you're, you're offering something direct to them and there's a reasonable expectation that they are interested in selling or buying a home. And then on top of that, you're the only one that's calling them. So you have a much better chance 
with this exclusive system than any other type of system. And, and fun fact, the cost per lead for a system like this is light years cheaper than using any of these lead pool systems like Zillow or Trulia or Tiger Leads or any of these other ones. So that's problem number one is, is really, if, if, you, if you've been doing it the pooled lead way that I illustrated a second ago, you're just playing the wrong game. Well, that, that's not true. You're not playing the wrong game. You went into a tennis court and you brought a baseball bat and a mitt and a glove. Nobody's going to play baseball on the tennis court. So you need to be contextually aware of the framework that you're working in. And in this case, the framework for the pooled leads, they suck. So just stay away from it. You don't want to deal with it. So that's problem number one. Problem number two, though, is the type of campaigns that you're running for these leads, uh, the type of campaign you're running to get the lead, and then what happens once you have the lead. And one of the issues that we have, we see time and time again, is a realtor will start with a campaign. And, and the first way they, they do it is, is it's the right way, the best practice. So they'll look at their marketplace. Hopefully they've done their persona research and they know exactly who their ideal customer is. And then let's just take Facebook. They'll go into Facebook, they'll create a uh, profile in ad manager of an audience that fits their marketplace and who their ideal client is. And that's who they're gonna target. The only problem is what they do next. See, these people that are getting targeted via this, this great ad engine on Facebook, none of these people most likely know who the realtor is. So what you send them is critically important. And what we find out happens virtually 99% of the time that we see an agent say that digital marketing doesn't work out is because their ask is just way too much for a stranger. I liken it uh, to imagine if you go into a bar in, in your, uh, you walk in and you see uh, a really attractive woman or man that you, that you really want to get to know. And you walk over there and you stick your hand out and introduce yourself. And the first thing you ask is, hey, you want to get out of here and go back to my place? Now, let's, let's be honest. You could probably do that 99, 100 times in a row. And out of that 100 times, maybe if you're extremely, extremely lucky, one person would say, yeah, let's go back to your place. And, and frankly, that's probably the person that, that you least should be going back to your place with. Because, I mean, let's admit it, their, their judgment's a little suspect, right? So the same thing happens with these ads. What you need to do is you, you need to, to work it like a relationship. So the first thing you want to do is you want to introduce yourself. You want to you want to give them something of value. And then you want to to show them you know how you can help them, and and, and you want to to talk about their, that you know what their needs are, and and address those needs and validate them, and show them how you are positioned to help fix whatever puzzle it is in their life that they are desperately trying to fix when it comes to buying and selling real estate, and then only after you do those things do you actually then you know ask for the business saying hey you know i'd love to set up a listing appointment and uh, hopefully sell your home for you or i'd love to meet with you and we can talk about your buying goals so i can start showing you some homes and we can put some offers in on on your you know your your future dream home so really the problem is 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 every single person i've ever seen that's having problems um even if they got the targeting right they're they're running the campaign wrong. They're just running one single ad to a marketplace, and, that, and that's just not how you do it. So what you need to do is every single time you're running a digital campaign, you have to look at it in threes. 
and so there's there's three main groups that, that we need to look at here so the first one is going to be what i just discussed that's going to be your cold leads so we've got right here your cold audience then once you've made your introduction now they know who you are so people that have gone through that introduction process are now called warm leads and then once you've proven your value to them and they understand that you really understand their needs they're going to want to actually uh, start engaging with you on a on a much deeper level so that would be your hot leads and so the trick here is you want to have one campaign set up for each one now for the cold leads it's very 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 important the number one thing you do not want to do is you do not want to gate the content so again gating content what i mean by that is <clears throat> promising somebody something of value and then not giving it to them until they give up their information i don't i don't care what it is like not even something just as simple as an email address don't ask for it what you want to do is you want to stage these ads so they uh, have a, a compelling graphic it specifically addresses a problem and then when you address that problem it actually describes then in a, in a summary how you're going to fix that problem and that's it that's it all you want to do then they're going to click on the ad and then when they click on that ad they're instantly going to be taken to the content now the content that you choose it really just depends on what you're most comfortable with some people um i i like to use video and I also like to use blog posts blog posts I found kind of perform better because I can I can address a problem and then I can I can kind of dive in a little deeper and give the answers um, and that just makes us look more like uh, the thought leaders in the digital marketing space short videos work really well uh, also um, again you know I stress the word short because again these are cold leads so they don't know you that well so they're not going to invest you know 20 or 30 minutes to, to listen to a webinar about first-time home buying you really have to, you know, find a specific problem, give them specific remedies, and and then get out. That's that's what you want to do. So these campaigns, generally, the way that we run them, we'll we'll take a piece of content that we've developed that um, speaks to our target personas. So it speaks to you know the ideal clients that we're trying to attract, and we'll run ads. Those ads generally will run for three to five days at a time, and then we go to the next piece of content. So we're constantly hitting this cold group with new content. Once somebody engages, though, and they, and they click and absorb the content, then we've got them tracked because we're using Facebook tracking pixels or the LinkedIn pixel. Um, so we know that they went to that page and, and at least read through some of, if not all, of that content. So then what we do is we look at the warm campaign. So when we set up the cold campaign, we're also at the same time setting up a warm campaign that'll run for anybody that goes here. Now this campaign is gonna be a little more in depth. So you, you've, got, uh, you've got familiarity, so you can have more of a buy-in. So you might have a data sheet that um, has great information that they would find very valuable maybe maybe a webinar that uh you know they might spend the time and want to watch 
maybe um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it because I think there's a million more creative things that you could do, but maybe it's a, for buyers, it's a sign up for a listing alert on your website. Uh, maybe for, or maybe again for buyers or maybe even for sellers just to show, you know, how much activity you have. It could be like sign up for my special off market uh, email list. Now, all of these things, all of them, you can ask for information. So they already know who you are. They trust you a little bit because they know you're knowledgeable about this particular subject matter. And so with this, then it's okay to ask. So what they're going to do is they're going to click. Then they're taken to a landing page. We'll just call it LP. And then once they give you their, their information, then they get the item. Now, again, they know you from the cold campaign. They read the content. They understand that you're knowledgeable and that you're trustworthy, so they're willing to give you this extra information. So now this group, though, when you run this campaign, you're not going to run it to the whole group that you were doing in the cold campaign. All you're doing is you're only going to run it to the people that responded to the cold campaign. So only these guys. And the way that you do that uh, is you do it, you, you have conversion tracking. So we know with those tracking pixels, okay, they clicked on this ad, read this content. So in this ad, when we're establishing the audience, we're going to say we want to serve it up to this conversion audience. So in other words, only the people that made action here get to see this. Anybody that didn't respond here in three days, you're going to have another campaign that goes out. And so they'll see it. They'll see that campaign. So then you have another opportunity to get them to click and view the content, which then will move them down the funnel into your warm leads. So now you've got the warm lead campaign. They've, they've uh, seen your item of value that you're offering, and they're like, hell yeah, I want that. So then they go to the landing page. They click on the, the, the button to go to the landing page, and, and they fill out their info, and then they get the item. So now these guys have shown intent. So once they've shown intent, now you've given them something nice and free with no obligation or expectation of anything in return. That's the cold. You've given them something valuable that they, they deemed was so valuable that they were willing to click on a landing page to get that item. So that's the warm. So now you've, you've, you've given, given, now let's do an ask. They know, they, they're familiar with you. They, they trust you and know that you give them valuable content. So now they're gonna be most willing to jump into the appointment setting stage. So at this point, what you're gonna do is you're gonna run a campaign all about scheduling a meeting. Now with this one, again, the whole idea is to schedule a meeting and I'm a big believer in the lowest barrier of entry possible. So what I always suggest at this stage, you, you could do another landing page and maybe they could even fill in more info than they filled out on this landing page if you have more info you need to get. Um, but what I recommend is just do something simple. Use a, a like a Calendly or like our, our uh, marketing automation system has appointment building links built right into it. So whatever platform you're using, just make sure you have some sort of automatic way that they can schedule an appointment. Because when they see the ad, all they'll do then is just click that button and schedule an appointment with you. Now the, the ad itself, the way that I would run the ad, because again, where this hot ad is only the people that have done this. 
So again, we're taking this group and we're going to make a separate retargeting campaign and the ad's going to run just to them. And so what I would do is, is and some people might find it a little creepy, but I think it's really effective because it just shows you're on top of your game, is the headline of that ad, I would say, you know, how did you like my webinar? And, and then maybe have a couple of lines of copy, like I, I hope you enjoyed it. You know, it, I know you're thinking selling your home. The market is great right now. Inventory is still so low. It's a it's a seller's market. And you know, if, if you're actually watching this today on uh, July 31st, the the Fed just lowered the interest rates. So you could put something about interest rates. You know, if it's applicable and timely in your ad. Um, but the idea is you're you're speaking then via an ad, but directly to them. So then they feel, oh, hey, this guy really knows what I'm about and, and is keeping track of me and is interested in me. So they're most likely then to click on that appointment link. So, so again, you know, three campaigns. And, and when you set up this first cold campaign, it's important to understand that you want to set these other two up right in the get-go. So that way, as people are moving through these funnels, it's really simple. And there's way more trick things you can do with this. You could then, theoretically, you could have somebody that that uh, converted on the cold campaign, was sent the warm campaign, but then didn't convert. So you could have a separate campaign saying, hey, we saw you checked out uh, the page about our webinar, but didn't watch it. Here's, you know, we've got a great opportunity uh, that we talk about at the end of the webinar, and, and I think it'd be really great in a right fit for you. Why don't you go back here and check it out? And then you could just send another link to the landing page. Um, for people that have watched the webinar and then after you send the hot campaign the first time or two, you can you can do the same types of things. So so you can have actual multiple campaigns kind of swirling around these and, and working all these different audiences. The key though is at bare minimum, you have to have these three. Because if again, if you just run one cold campaign, what's gonna happen is it's gonna be like that that bar scenario. You know, if, if I walk into a bar and just spot a woman and, and walk right up to her and say, hey, I'm Chris, why don't you go home with me? It's not going to work. Um, I'll probably get arrested or at least at bare minimum thrown out of the bar for being a creep, right? So so you have to think of your advertising in the same way. And, and I know I'm being silly with the, the bar scenario, but but it really is the same exact concept. So So definitely, you know, in, truly introduce yourself and get to know your leads. So give something to cold leads with zero expectation of anything in return and make sure that it's, that it's something that's pertinent to things that your ideal clients would be interested in. Follow up to the ones then that have responded and give them something greater of value that requires a little more buy-in from them. And in this case, the buy-in is their time. And then secondly, you're going to have a landing page. So they're going to want to, they're, they're going to need to want that information so bad that they're willing to give up their contact info. And they will because they're going to want that item. And then, and only after you've gone through these two steps, then do the ask on the hot lead campaign. So I guarantee if, if you employ this, this process here, it's going to work for your leads. And, and it's not that I'm so brilliant and I came up with the master way to do real estate digital marketing. The fact of the matter is, as I mentioned in the beginning of this blog, is that even though I'm specifically talking about real estate here, this is a proven funnel campaign that will work for practically any industry in the world. So it's, it's been done. You know, people are, people are executing on this flawlessly and they're building their businesses and, and their online leads because of the way that they're engaging and approaching people. They're getting tons of engagement. 
people are clicking on the ads and, and as a result, uh, these platforms, the more engagement and the more clicks and comments and likes you get, they lower your overall ad spend because they want to bonus you for putting good content on the site because they want people to keep going back to their site and spending time on it. So the better you plan these campaigns, the, the better lead flow you're going to have, the more leads you're going to pick up. And on top of it all, the more money you're going to save on your ad spend. So there's, there's really no losing here. So this is, this is how you got to do it. So anyways, guys, for what it's worth, I got to get back to what I'm actually here for, but I uh, just wanted to go through this. I saw a lot of comments on the blog article we posted yesterday about this, um, and a lot of people were here hitting me up on text and email and things. So since we had a whiteboard in here, I just thought it would be interesting to do this quickly. Uh, next week, you know, when we do the next podcast, we'll get a little more back into general digital marketing practices, but I hope you guys found this uh, useful. Do me a favor, like this video, share it, click the subscribe button. Um, I'd, I'd love to hear feedback. Give me a comment. Let me know what you think about this. Any of you that have tried this before, let me know, you know how it worked for you. If you have any questions and you want to run a funnel idea by me, we're, we're always here to help. Thanks, guys. Make it a great day. Hey, guys. Please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast and our blog. Smash that like button and give us some feedback in the comments. Your input means the world to me.